0: This is Witchcraft Off the Beaten Path. I'm Molly Dyer. Today's podcast is Witchcraft in a Time of Pandemic. It's just a one-off bonus podcast today. It's March 28th, 2020, and we're all pretty well locked down, or at least we're supposed to be. We have essential personnel like my husband, who has to leave the house from time to time for essential personnel business. And then there are non-essential personnel like me, I don't really have to ever leave the house, like ever, except to forage for sustenance for me and my husband, so we don't end up cannibalizing each other. Those trips out for groceries are very few and very far between, and as you know, if you've listened to about 10 seconds of news or set foot in a grocery store in the last three weeks, those trips are also not often very fruitful. But we get what we can to sustain ourselves, and we try not to be the asshole that buys 47, 16-packs of quadruple-ply toilet paper, or 13 gallons of milk. Neither of us is going to starve anytime soon. We're okay. We're also at risk. I mean, so are you. But I'm one of those that has an autoimmune disorder that makes me immunocompromised. And as I mentioned before, my husband has to go out into the big, bad, disgusting covid infected world and be around people semi regularly that's ki- that's kind of scary so we're doing everything we can to keep each other safe i don't let him leave the house without a baggie full of disinfectant wipes a mask and gloves and some homemade hand sanitizer because nobody had any hand sanitizer left i'll toss in a recipe for homemade hand sanity at the end of this podcast if you want it. You might have all three of the necessary ingredients in your house already. There's a lot to be said about the power of prayer. You just have to ask any Christian about how important prayer is, and they'll tell you. It's pretty much everything. Being an atheist and a witch, prayer isn't something I personally employ, or really even believe in myself. But us spooky types have our own sort of prayer. We raise our energy, we chant, we cast spells, we light candles, we completely go all woo woo on whatever it is we want or need help with, or whatever we feel we need to change. We pray to our old gods and goddesses in our own way that we usually purposely don't call prayer. Though a whole lot of witchy or pagan type people do practice forms of witchcraft that involve offering prayers and petitions to the Holy Trinity and the saints, many of us petition the moon and all the goddesses associated with the moon or Mars or Jupiter or Venus, whatever planet or star in our known solar system we decide to call on, and the deity or deities associated with those planets and we make offerings and we make petitions. Sometimes we find ourselves begging and pleading, depending on the desperation we're feeling to achieve our desired outcomes. Sometimes it's in a song or again a chant. Sometimes it's just the rhythmic beating of a drum or the droning static sound of a plastic Easter egg filled with sand. We're dancing with or without any audible music Sometimes it's you and 30 other people, arms outstretched, swaying in spiritual ecstasy around a roaring balefire. And sometimes it's just you, clad only by the sky, sitting cross-legged on your bath mat, (laughs) gazing into an old, used tea-light candle with only about 20 seconds of burning fire left in it before it flickers out. Whatever it is, whatever you decide to call it, that's how we pray. So we're living in the time of a pandemic right now. Everywhere you look, on social media and in the news, we're being told to pray to God or to Jesus. Just pray. It can feel a bit like an echo chamber sometimes, especially when there's very little discernible separation of church and state in the U.S. for the last several years. who am I kidding? For the last about 243 years, probably. Try to keep positive, or at least as positive as you can, all things considered. Create positivity if you can. Step out into your backyard and get your hands in the dirt. Or out onto your balcony or porch, and just breathe in the outside air for a change. Light candles. Meditate with a big beautiful chunk of citrine and absorb its inherent happy vibes. If you can't seem to shake the negativity that our media keeps hurling at us 24-7, turn it off for a day, an hour, whatever you can handle, disconnect. Find some black tourmaline in the bottom of your witch kit and make friends with it. Keep it under your pillow at night or on your person during the day. Cast a spell, conjure and summon. If you've never written your own rituals, take this time to learn how. Performing your own handwritten rituals is empowering and magical in a way that you've never known if you've never done it before. So challenge extended. But don't forget to do the mundane first. Wash your goddamn hands every chance you get. Don't touch your face. Keep physical distance of at least six feet between you and everyone else if you have to go out in public. Don't take the mail directly out of your mail carrier's hands. Don't go to the fucking beach or the mall. Don't let your kids go out and play on the street with other kids who shouldn't be outside either. To put it plainly, in a way that you've undoubtedly heard before already, stay the fuck at home. Do all the mundane shit first. Then do the magic stuff. That's the responsible way to practice... Witchcraft in a Time of Pandemic. If you're in need of hand sanitizer and the supply hasn't yet caught up with the demand, because people like Matt Colvin hoarded 17,000 bottles of it, seriously, Google it, you can make your own with three pretty common ingredients that you might already have at home. You'll need... 91% rubbing alcohol and it really does need to be 91%. You need two-thirds of a cup of that. You'll also need aloe vera gel and really any sort of aloe vera burn relief gel will do even if it has lidocaine in it to soothe the sunburn. It won't make your hands numb. You'll need a third of a cup of aloe vera gel and lastly you'll need five to ten drops of essential oil Peppermint, eucalyptus, and tea tree oil are pretty effective antimicrobial essential oils. From experience, peppermint and eucalyptus smell a whole lot less medicinal than tea tree, though tea tree is probably the most potent. Mix all those things together. It'll start out super thin, not much thicker than the alcohol itself, but it should thicken up after you've let it sit, covered and undisturbed for about two hours. Make sure to keep it covered so it doesn't evaporate and keep it in some sort of squeeze or squirty bottle. I found a few in our bathrooms that I was able to sacrifice for hand sanitizer after I cleaned them out really well. If you have any questions for me about anything or a comment, you can smash that voice message button if you're listening on the Anchor FM app or on anchor.com on the web. Let me know if there's a topic you'd like to hear more about. I might play your message on an upcoming podcast as well. This is Witchcraft Off the Beaten Path. I'm Molly Dyer. Stay healthy. And seriously, stay the fuck at home.